Hello and welcome. You are officially listening to the Laugh It Off podcast with Megan Ulrich Krieger. Grab your wine, water, whiskey, whatever, and stay tuned for some good laughs and some tidbits to help you become the best version of yourself. I don't know why I felt so called to use that audio as an intro today, but I that is how I feel. It's your girl. I'm here. We we are coming into the depths. Not even the depths, the very beginning and edge. Um the very beginning of seasonal depression formerly known as seasonal affective disorder. Oh, God, I really should have looked that shit up. Yeah, seasonal affective disorder. Ugh, y'all. Here's the thing. We are coming into cooler weather, which I feel like cool weather is a vibe when it's crispy leaf season and when it's Christmas. Every other time, not a vibe right? I personally love the cold, okay? So that part aside, some people like the cold. I would literally love to live in Alaska. I much prefer winter over the heat, but that is, again, besides the point. For most people, the winter, the cold, being stuck in your house, it's fucking dark by 6 p.m. And the sun, here's the thing, you would think that when the sun goes down sooner, it would, like, come up sooner. No, no. The sun goes down sooner and it still comes up later. So, like, let's take a freaking look. It's, what, October 20, 27th when this is airing, I suppose. And sunrise is not until 7.45. That is damn near 8 o'clock. Anybody who works at 8, like, you're, you're, it's not light out until you're at work right? Like your whole waking up routine, driving to work, everything like that is still in the dark, right? And sunset 609. What the fuck, right? So we are here today with probably not even revolutionary information, you guys. That's the thing. One, we're going to bring some solidarity to to it because got so many requests for this so you're not alone. I'm like doing my fucking damnedest to avoid it. <laughs> but I've totally I get it. We're all in this together, okay? But like I said, today's not going to be revolutionary information. It's going to be shit you've heard a million times before, but this is your reminder to actually do it for yourself because your self-care is important and I feel like the concept of self-care has just lost its meaning. Like, it's been memefied. It's been overused. It's been used incorrectly. But, like, here's the thing. Like, it is so, so, so important, especially when our mental health is at stake. And we don't think of it as being that important. Like, we still put our jobs and other people in our life above our own mental health. And because when it comes to like a really busy day when we're already stressed, the first thing we're so quick to cut out is any of the shit that we have to do for ourselves. Because all the other stuff, you either owe a deadline at work or you owe somebody this or you made a commitment to this or blah, 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 blah. 
But like you're making a commitment to yourself when we're doing some of these things to help us prevent seasonal depression, to help us kind of just bear it a little bit better. And that will help you perform better in those other areas of life that you are prioritizing over yourself and over your mental health. So let's freaking get into it. Tips for seasonal depression. And again, it's going to be basic, but we all got to hear it. Sometimes you got to hear something seven times to freaking get it. So number one, drink water, okay? Like it's literally going to be such basic health things, but taking care of your health, like all of your other aspects of health, will inherently improve your mental health, okay? So drinking water, at least 60 ounces a day, Everybody always thinks that, like, you got to do a gallon, blah, blah, blah. I like doing a gallon because I am basically drink water like a fucking horse. If (laughs) literally, if I have a water bottle with a straw, I could probably drink two gallons of water in a day. But if you are not that person, try and aim for 60 ounces, okay? Or half your body weight in ounces. Like, whatever is easiest for you to maintain. If you want to work your way up to a gallon, that's totally fine. An app to help you track your water if you really truly need that accountability is the My Water app. Super simple. It's like a water drop as the the logo. It's blue and white. And why I love this is there is no other form of tracking associated with it. And it fills up like your phone screen with like water in theory, like a a vision of like water each day. So you get to like see it rise to the top, which is fun. I don't know. Maybe that's just my visual needs as somebody with ADHD. But the My Water app, why this is important about not tracking other stuff is I know apps like your fitness pal, like your fucking food tracking apps, all that bullshit can be triggering sometimes, especially when you're already struggling with something like that. So the My Water app is exclusively water. I think you can even track your coffee too. Um... And I think you can like pay if you want to track your other drinks as well, but I don't pay. I just use it for the water tracking. Okay, so water. Got that out of the way. That and sleep are probably, in my personal opinion, as not a health expert, but as your BFF expert. Water and sleep are probably the two most important things that you can do for yourself. And I know the sleep one is really, really, really hard when we are experiencing bouts of depression because it goes both ways. When I (laughs) experience bouts of depression, I actually end up sleeping more and I feel like shit. Whereas some people end up sleeping less or maybe you can't fall asleep or whatever. So you really need to like take time, think about what sleep habits serve you best. Like when you've been happiest, what, what was your sleep habits? Was it six hours a night? Was it eight hours a night? Was it 10 hours a night? Like literally adults can get anywhere between six and 10 hours of sleep. We just live in such a hustle culture and a society that tells us that sleep isn't that important or that we can sleep when we're dead. Like fuck that shit. So I really want you to think about like what hours of sleep truly serve you. Maybe it's six hours of sleep and then a midday nap. Like one of my best friends, she frequently takes naps and she plans them into her day because that's what makes her feel best. So you need a consistent sleep schedule. And y'all, we got to get off our phones. 
The phone can no longer be the last thing we see in the in the evening and the first thing we see in the morning. I know it's hard, but it's literally like fucking our brains up. And when our brains are already a little fucked up, it's not good. So that leads us to the next thing. Reading. Get a book. I did. It is like hibernation season. I ordered two physical books. And those of you who know me in real life know that I do not physically read books very well. I have not finished a real book since I was probably in high school. I'm not going to lie. But I knew I needed something to distract me from my phone at night. So even if it's just 10 minutes of reading and then you go to bed and you're not looking at your phone, something I used to do that sometimes I think I should get back to it, I would not allow myself to use my phone from the hours of 10 p.m. and 10 a.m. So I gave myself, although I was sleeping most of it, a 12-hour phone-free break every single day. And it honestly helps me be more productive in the mornings uh, when I was not waking up and immediately checking notifications, checking my phone. So we've already covered like four freaking tips. We got sleep. We got water. We got phone. We got reading. Let's do a little bit of movement, some some things that are good for our body. Um, I know as it gets cooler, getting outside can be hard, but I still recommend it. Like, even if it's just drinking your coffee outside, no lie, that fresh air is so, so, so good for us. Going on a walk, going to the gym, doing something at home, even if it's just, like, 10 jumping jacks and 10 setups, like, whatever it is to get your body moving, to get your blood flowing, And obviously, like, alter this to whatever your capabilities are, but doing some form of movement honestly just even honors, like, our nervous system, um, our heart rate, our circulation, all of that jazz. So, moving your body, you get to choose how often. I'm not going to tell you to move your body every day. Should you? Probably. Yeah. But some days it's hard, so I don't want you to beat yourself up if you aren't able to. And that's the thing. I want you to pick some of these things that seem most attainable and then add the others in. Don't freaking listen to this podcast and tomorrow you're like, I'm going to do a morning routine with the 12 things Megan told me to do. Uh -uh Uh-uh-uh. You will maybe do half of them for one day. Half of them for one day. And you will quit. So please, please take like one or two of these things. Again, water and sleep. I feel like we're so quick to jump to the exercise or the eating healthy or the taking vitamins or the blah, 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 blah to to pull us out of things like this. But truly, water and sleep are so, so, so important. Um, So pick one or two things and start adding the rest of them in. Um, So we've done moving your body. I will say... As much as I hate to say it, well, I don't hate to say it, it's it's fine. Uh, Nutritionally dense foods, is that how I want to say it? Nutritionally rich. Basically, what I'm trying to say is eat a fucking apple or some fucking carrots once in a while, all right? Not for the purpose of being on a diet. Eating healthy, nutrient-dense foods, whatever whatever verbiage makes you feel better does not need to always be associated with being on a, quote, diet. But I will say cutting out or or lessening, like, the processed foods that we eat. Because at the, the thing is, is they don't fulfill us. That's the problem. And 
we are in need of fulfillment in times of depression. And so, I mean, sometimes, yes, a fucking, I don't know, whatever you're craving. McDonald's, candy bar, whatever, feels good, right? That's fine. But in terms of actually, like, nourishing our body, just encourage you to eat some strawberries. Some fucking celery and peanut butter. I don't care what it is. No restrictions. No, like, being hard on yourself about it. But sometimes when I'm feeling like shit, I literally can feel the days where I'm like, oh, fuck, I haven't eaten a vegetable in a while. Like, I can just feel it, right? Nothing wrong with that. Our bodies don't... Here's the other thing. This is a whole tangent episode. It's fine. Our bodies don't, I think we think that our bodies like magically reset every 24 hours. Like they don't, right? You're not fucked if you skip eating vegetables for a day, right? Your body, like your body doesn't know the difference between how many vegetables you ate every single day or if you ate them three days a week or like 15 days a month. Like, you, do you get what I'm saying? There's no magical reset button. So don't like beat yourself up if you go a day without doing something like one of these things. Um, or eating a vegetable, but it's just something to have in the back of your head when you are feeling a little bit down or sluggish that sometimes we just need to bump up some of the natural nutrients in our life, and there's nothing wrong with that, right? Speaking of things we are putting in our bodies, uh, being cautious, again, like I said, of like super processed foods, alcohol, um, caffeine, these things bring me joy. I am not saying cut out your coffee, but sometimes when we're having more caffeine than water in a day, that can mess up your body. That can mess up your nervous system. And so just being cautious of those kinds of like supplements almost, you know what I mean? Uh, So being cautious of what you're putting in your body liquid-wise as well with caffeine, with alcohol, with whatever it may be. Um, and then also I was going to share with you guys some of my favorite supplements year round, especially this time of year. Okay. Um, sometimes seasonal depression can be linked to, uh, low vitamin D and vitamin B. Most of us have low vitamin D year round, to be honest, especially in the wintertime. And so that's always a good thing to kind of think about throwing into your vitamin routine if you don't already take something like that. B12, I think it is. Uh, B12 is really good for anxiety, a little bit of depression. Yes, B12 is the vitamin that I take. I usually, we, Kevin and I both do that in the wintertime. And then my favorite secret sauce that I don't know if I've ever shared this on an episode, magnesium, you guys. Magnesium is my love. So here's the thing. (laughs) You've probably heard of it as like um, the freaking liquid, oh shit, what is it? Milk of magnesia or some shit like that to make you poop, right? It's it's like, a, I don't know, it clears out your system if you're constipated. But what the actual like, so don't drink it. <laughs> it's like a laxative. I take, I should, I should look at what it's called. Um, I'm literally... <laughs> reaching for it right now. Am I recording this in my bed? Yes, absolutely. Um, magnesium, 250 milligrams, dietary supplement. It says on here, bone and muscle health. 
I am telling you that magnesium is my secret sauce to anxiety. Not necessarily depression, uh, but when I take the magnesium, I wake up a new fucking person. I don't know what it is. I don't know. I don't know. It is amazing. The first time that it's almost like a drug. (laughs) It's never felt as good as the first time that I took it. The first time I took it, I woke up and I was like, I am so chill. I feel like I don't have a timeline today. I like what is going on. And my friend was like, oh, you tried that magnesium last night. And I was like, holy shit, you're right. And so magnesium, I take it before bed. It helps me sleep better. It helps me with anxiety. And it does help you take a good morning poop. (laughs) Not, not like it clears out the system. It's literally not like that. It is not, not like that. It's just, it helps you stay regular. So if that is something you struggle with too, it, it gives you a great little start to your morning. So that is the magnesium. Uh, Some of the little supplement tips in terms of uh, caring about what we put into our body, right? Um, some other ways that we can take care of our mind is breath work. So getting grounded, taking even five minutes a day. My favorite app is the Stop, Breathe, Think app. Taking in, Some of the meditations in there are three minutes long. You have three minutes to take care of yourself, to do something for you. Uh, but take five minutes, do one of their meditations. A lot of them are themed. So if you are needing help with anxiety, you're needing help with courage, you're needing help with inspiration, like whatever it may be, you can take a, you can do a themed meditation for literally five minutes. If you do that every day, like if you meditated for five minutes every day, that's literally 30 hours of meditation every year. That is insane. Um, doing your journaling. I mentioned that a lot. Brain dumping, journaling, uh, just kind of doing some stuff for your mind. You know what I mean? Limiting screen time we've kind of already mentioned. So that's some stuff that you can do for your brain. And then let me just think if I'm missing anything. But really all I wanted this episode to be is one, a reminder of most of these things you've already heard before. There's literally no secret sauce. I mean, obviously therapy as well. Like if you are struggling and you're like, I feel like there's something more than just like the seasonal depression going on, please go see somebody. Um, But aside from that, there's no secret sauce to overcoming what is almost bound to happen for most of us. And so what we can do is we can kind of take that into our own hands and be like, all right, I am prioritizing me from here on out, even if it's 20 minutes a day. Like, you, come on. You scroll social media for that long. You know what I'm saying? So you deserve those 20 minutes a day to do whatever pieces of this that you want to do. Whether you do it as a morning routine, whether you do some of these things throughout the day, you are worthy of doing these things you've probably heard a million times. And that's kind of what I really wanted to come here today is just remind you of some of those things, let you know that you're not alone. Absolutely not alone. Like, always reach out to me, to to a friend. Sometimes that kind of pulls me out of a sour mood, is literally reaching out to somebody and just letting them know that I'm thinking about them. That's a really great way to turn your mood or a bad day around, is reaching out to a friend you haven't reached out to in a while. Uh, some other things I do to turn my day around, putting on your favorite song. Like, the, the we 
for the most part, are in charge of the environment that we allow ourselves to be surrounded in. Again, for the most part. So do all you can to make sure that you're in a happy, positive environment. Sometimes that means a clean house, which is my enemy. But I know, I know I function better when there is less clutter. I am the most clutterful, that's not a word, person. But I do it because I know I, I function better when I have less clutter. Again, putting on your favorite song, your pump-up jams, as easy as it is to want to fall into your sad playlist, if you can start to feel it, like, affecting you, you're like, y'all know what I'm talking about. When you are listening to your sad playlist and you're, like, dissociating from, like, the rest of what's going on in your life, cut that out. Stop putting on the sad playlist thinking that it's going to make you happier. It's not. It's just going to make you more sad. So put on some sort of pump-up jam. I literally listen to All the Rumors Are True by Lizzo every fucking morning. I'm not going to lie. I need it every fucking morning. Um, What else was I going to say? I feel like that's it. I was literally... I was literally going to try and make this a 10-minute episode. We're already at 20 minutes. I'm the worst. I could just talk forever. So, yeah, you're not alone. I love you. We'll get through this. Let me know which of your tips that, which of these tips that you guys try. Let me know if there's anything else that you wish that I would have mentioned. I can put it on my Instagram story. But this is some of the tried and true things that work for me year-round, especially in the wintertime when some of that seasonal, seasonal depression starts to hit. So take care of yourselves. You are worthy of taking care of yourself. And I love you, love you, love you. And I'll chat with you all next week.